This is Alma Wayne Myers, and you are listening to Epilepsy Hell to Epilepsy Well. Why not try something that works? For the one in three epileptic that needs self-care to save yourself because the black box drugs will kill you and don't work, and the doctors just don't have any other solutions for you yet. I'd like to thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to the show. Please go ahead and subscribe, leave an honest review, share this with your friends, anybody else that you know that might need solutions to their self-care and the hell that they're living in when the doctors don't have the answers and all they can do is give you drugs and surgeries and tell you to sit in the corner and die. So... There's lots of solutions, there's lots of ways you can help yourself, but the only way to truly help yourself is to help yourself. So today on Epilepsy Hell to Epilepsy Well, we're going to be discussing a little bit about business and ideas and the whole process of trying to be an epileptic entrepreneur. Today's kind of been an interesting day, Thursday's. Um, just, um, they're all work, they're all work, and today I had some classes, some webinars, I had some stuff I missed, I got some times mixed up, started this new thing with, uh, Craig Ballantyne, trying to get the perfect life coaching going on, trying to get some assistance with trying to figure out what I need to do to be able to have a successful business that helps people that doesn't kill me in the process because there's so much that I struggle with just in the whole process of trying to get through the day and get information and put things together and I have reading epilepsy and honestly it's really hard to do the emails to be doing all these things about trying to write script trying to fill in all the forms trying to you know, make it all make sense in a way that it used to work really well. It used to be really easy, and it just isn't quite the same as it used to be. I mean, seriously, after you have a stroke, I don't know if you ever just forgot a whole period of your life randomly, and then you got to re-remember it. I mean, these things kind of happen when you've got different traumas and things, like some people can block them out. I actually have parts of my childhood and, you know, teenage years kind of blocked out. I talk to my brother sometimes about stuff and, man, it just brings up a few things and other things are still just dead. I just have dead spots. Um, Strokes are not the funnest thing in the world. But if you do get to survive it and you do actually work on yourself and you get acupuncture and you take some herbs and you change your diet and you get the help that you need... You know, you can come a whole lot further along with it. I've been doing an awful lot of retraining my brain, you know, doing meditation and Tai Chi and Qigong and trying to play video games. And now I'm on to learning courses with, you know, Dean Graziosi and Tony Robbins and Russell Brunson and Anthony Morrison and, you know, a whole bunch of people, Jim Edwards and you know, Justin Atlin, and I mean, the list goes on. I feel like there's so many amazing people. If I could just get so much 
sit more people into my brain, I could maybe help more. But really, I don't need more people in my brain. I need more people to help me to help other people. And that's kind of the whole thing. I mean, there's so many great people out there. Who do you decide what's the best person? Who's the best person to follow? Who's got the best advice? I mean, today I was watching this amazing, listening to this amazing thing from, uh, I guess it was a webinar from Brendan Bouchard. And it's such an actionable plan. He's discussing, like, if he had to start everything all over again, what was the four major things that he would do? And, you know, honestly, I... I'm still impressed by the whole process. I mean, it's pretty simple. It's straightforward. It's quite actionable. And it was just basically saying, you know, you get yourself a nice little opt-in page going after you. So you, <clears throat> I'm going to try starting to do this. Uh, you start off posting online every other day. Do little goals, mindsets, some habits, what you're working on. And then you do an opt-in page where you tell people to go, like, go to myersgood.biz and sign up for our newsletter. So then part three is, when you get there, there's supposed to be some teaching about a couple problems going on. Right now, the landing page isn't perfect. It's probably still set up for November 7th, because I've been trying to figure out what's the next best plan of action for you guys. So I'm going to start working on some teaching and then that's going to lead to a subscription. So we can do a nice little five-part course that's like one to two hours per section. And we'll give you guys some amazing education on how to take back your life in a variety of formats. So we're going to work on, obviously, we got to do Keto Plus Carbs because that's one of my favorites. I love the oxymorons, the way that you fix everything. I was talking with the Unusual Buddha earlier today. He's one of my favorite Instagram, Facebook people to chat with. He's quite humorous, but clearly he's having some struggles and some stress and people uh, just not jiving with him, giving him a little crap, ruffling the feathers, you should say. So, I don't know, he posts that just basically like... You know, all this, uh, all this problem, you know, if you need a meat, like, go... Go order yourself a sandwich. He's not part of the whole problem. So I was basically, I'm a, I'm a beef-eating vegan, so I solve problems. And, you know, of course, that oxymoron of being a beef-eating vegan is pretty hilarious. But at the same time, it's a pretty good, accurate way of describing how I eat. I mean, honestly, I don't really enjoy a whole lot of meat. I do enjoy protein. I do enjoy bovine. I prefer myself some bison. But I'm telling you, you get some good grass-fed beef. You know, it doesn't have all the antibiotics and the hormones pumped into it. It's five years old instead of three years old. And man, that beef tastes so much better. You guys can keep that three-year-old corn-fed, GMO'd, hormone-injected crap to yourself. It's like trying to tell people that milk and cheese is actually food and medicine. Like, do you know that that's what you give a 67-pound cow to turn it into a 350-pound calf and eventually into a 1,500 or 2,000, 5,000-pound calf? Like, I mean, seriously, this is for turning things big. 
That's why you got a bunch of like big titty little girls. You got a bunch of fat men. You got all these people that are just so out of shape and they're thinking the milk does the body right. And does the body right to the doctor's visit where they get you on prescription pills and they keep telling you to take more stuff that hurts you instead of saying, hey, look, milk protein actually reduces your body's ability to absorb protein. Imagine that. And it also reduces your body's ability to absorb calcium and vitamin D. Imagine that. Isn't that what milk is supposed to be good for? You mean it does the opposite of what everybody says? <gasps> you mean there's research about this, Alma? Oh, man, that's even worse. There's research about this and everybody knows, but they don't care. All right. See, this is the problem with a lot of people is that when there is actual evidence and things that are presented to people, they just don't care. They're like, well, I like cheese. It tastes so good. I don't care that it messes up my digestion and it's just as addictive as heroin and it releases all these dopamines. It makes me feel good. So I like my cheese addiction and I like my bowel disharmony. So, I mean, it's kind of like the whole when you're uh, diabetic and you're won't put the candy bar down or the sodas or you won't change your diet so that you can actually be healthy. But you just got to feed that addiction that doesn't really make you any better it just kind of uh i don't know i guess it gets you a little high in the rush that goes along with it but it doesn't really get you through the day i mean what happens when you lose your foot you still got a candy bar that you can eat i mean i my my stepfather's mom that's basically what happened to her she wouldn't put the candy bars down and she had to lose a foot so Makes me want to do plans of actions of trying to convince people that they can do something so much more than just eat a candy bar, drink soda all day, and destroy your health and diet. There's so many more things you can do and still have fun. I mean, seriously, it's all about having a nice, healthy life. I mean, I know this because I lost mine in the whole process of trying to help other people. And ignoring what was going on with me and looking for answers in all the wrong places. Because, you know, oftentimes doctors don't have the answers. And if you're telling, if you're taking care of yourself and the doctor tells you to stop taking care of yourself so that you can get worse, so that they can find something wrong with you, don't listen to the doctor ever. That is the worst advice you will ever get. And I did that and honestly, I highly regret it, and they weren't ever there for me, and they never will be. There's no accountability for what's going on. If you're the one in three people that are worried about drugs killing you, oh, they'll kill you off, and they'll just be like, oops, doesn't matter. It was just the numbers. Because it's a numbers game, an insurance game. A problem with a lot of the business models in healthcare is it's not about patient care. It's about turning a profit and running everybody through a meat grinder. If you don't turn into a hamburger proper, they're going to discard you into sausage. Like, seriously, it's disgusting the way that they chop people up, they butcher them, they throw them away, they use their parts for other people. You know, I mean, the whole thing, it's like cool in one aspect, but in the other aspect, who's to say that they're not just killing somebody off because they think somebody else is more important? Wait, that never happens. I mean, the whole process of people being paid, the hospitals being paid extra money for these COVID deaths, like, earlier on. 
man, they never extorted the numbers out of, you know, the greed and the whole process of trying to fill their, you know, coffers, the hospitals, the, you know, the shelters. They never, you know, they never took care of killing people off on purpose. That would never happen. Yeah, no, never happen. I'm seriously, medical system is pretty scary. The whole process is the fact that it is run by bureaucrats. It's run by people that don't actually care about medicine. They care about a profit. You have so many people that are just way too worried about doing things the way they always have done it, turning a profit, and not really progressing and helping people. They're just like, well, we helped all these people, but all the other people they killed off, it doesn't count, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares because that's what it is when you practice medicine. Yay. I don't know what happened to the Hippocratic Oath that everybody swore the whole do no harm to others. And that's one of my big things. I know I can't get in a fight. I know I can't hurt anybody. I know I can't lash out in anger or do any of these things other than protect myself because I would totally lose my Oh, acupuncture license, just like all the other doctors should be losing their acupuncture license for purposely prescribing medications to people that they kill. And they don't care because it's a holiday in Cambodia. And it's so much fun. Yay, holidays, drugs. Man, I really, really hate drugs. I've done a whole bunch of them recreationally and non-recreationally. And all I can say is... I'm good without them. I like self-care. I like taking care of myself. I don't know about you guys, but, you know, I I don't want to be so angry and raged up because of a drug. And people deal with this with Keppra. It's a huge thing. Keppra rage is real. People start lashing out at everybody. It's just kind of like after I have a seizure because I'm a rager. I like to fight. I'm not a runaway and hide and scared kind of guy. I am a fighter. I'm ex-military. I grew up being bullied. I grew up being beat by my parents, by my step-parents. Whatever. I know how to take a licking, but I don't I don't get scared about it. I don't run and hide. You know, I I fight. That's how you all need to be as well. You need to be able to fight for your own personal safety. Fight for the right to be able to feed yourself, eat what you need to, take care of yourself. I mean, decide whether or not you need to take a bath or a shower every day. Because personally, I still have seizures trying to take showers. And it's very, very overwhelming, like even after a bath. And, you know, I have the same issue as Glenn. Glenn's 98. He doesn't like taking showers either. It just hurts his nervous system. It's too much. It's too stimulating. And I've actually watched him like pass out and probably even have a seizure a couple times. There's one time I was worried he's going to have a stroke. Like he just totally was out. So seriously, you don't understand how sensitive the nervous system can be. Nervous system, you think the whole process of we got six senses, but in reality, we have so many more because the body's trying to process all kinds of things that you're not even thinking about, like temperature is its own sense, whether things are hot or cold. You have itching is its own sense. There's these things that occur with our body, and you're just not really aware of what's going on. But once you do become aware, it can be a little more overwhelming because there's a lot of sensory going on. 
You know, I love my earplugs. I still love wearing a visor to keep the light out of my face as much as I can. You know, my days are better when I'm not staring at a computer screen. So I'm really excited to hopefully be getting a VA because I need some virtual assistants to help me do the reading part, to doing the video part, and start putting some stuff together that helps people a little better. And I could help a whole lot more if I wasn't hurting myself in the process of trying to figure out what's the least painful way to go about being productive. And it's all online. It's all videos. It's all Instagram. It's all text. It's all just a seizure. I'm one seizure away. We're all one seizure away from a good day, a bad day, a choice, you know. So, anyway, I think it's all about deciding what you want. I mean, do you know what you want? I mean, you should. You should decide, do you want to live? Do you want to die? Do you want pizza? Do you want chicken? I mean, you should be able to decide. I mean, there's oftentimes you just don't feel good and you're like, I don't know what I want to eat. I don't know what I want to do, but the best thing to do is have it all written down. So if you don't know, you just do what you're supposed to. This is part of the whole process of planning and finding these people that help us plan. You know, help us plan finding a virtual assistant. I'm really looking forward to getting some more information from Craig Ballantyne and the wonderful group over there at Early to Rise University and getting the whole process of the Drug-Free Epilepsy Foundation up off the ground and helping people, bringing people together, getting a syndicate, getting a nice summit going so we can educate and empower everybody about the amazing process of controlling your life through self-care and wellness. And seriously, self-care is health care. It is the first and last line of defense against Everything against your seizures, against your illnesses, against your migraines, your headaches, your even bad relationships. If you take care of yourself, you're much likely to have a better relationship. You're likely to be in a better mood. Your partner's likely to be more receptive. You know, you're more likely to come up with ideas of things to do or just enjoy the moment a lot more. You know, it's really hard sometimes when you're just sitting in pain. You know, pain, right? Now it hurts. I mean, hurts sucks, but I mean, pain. You know, migraine pain, post-seizure pain, the whole like feeling like you've been hit by a, a truck or a car. Like, man, sometimes it takes a few days, weeks, whatever, for that to wear off. And it is unreal. But if you're taking care of yourself, it comes back a whole lot faster. And you might have heard me mention before I really enjoy acupuncture. I don't do acupuncture on other people anymore, but I do it on myself. I do it on my dog. I guess I do it kind of on the people around me, but for the most part, you have to go see somebody else, and I highly recommend going to see somebody to get some acupuncture. Find somebody to help you relieve that craziness going on inside your head. Somebody that knows all about holistic health care and the process of trying to find a root problem, a root cause, a reason why, and address it from a perspective that doesn't have to be 
oh, well, my tests don't read that this is going on with you. So, you know, it's one of the nice things about acupunctures. You know, we have different ways of testing. We have different ways of evaluating and treating. And the results are amazing. You know, the efficacy of acupuncture is incredibly high. It's a lot better than most of the drugs out there. <laughs> I'm telling you. And it's even safer. You know, most of the, the side effects are maybe a little pinching or sharp pain, some bruising, and not a whole lot going on. I mean, even bad acupuncture can help you a whole lot better than no acupuncture at all. They'd run tests, and for whatever reason, they call it sham acupuncture, but it's really not a sham as much as it's just points they don't pick, just random poke somebody in the body somewhere and you get a neurological reaction of sticking a needle in. So, yep, anytime you do something like that and you do it right, it's even better. You know, ideally, you know, we talk about in school that you just want to be able to do one needle that unravels all of it. That would be the ideal treatment. But, you know, when it comes down to it, everybody treats a little different. Everybody's a little different. You know, I usually use anywhere from, oh, what, 5 to 20 needles. I don't usually go above that. And, you know, sometimes I think 5 is enough. I get some amazing effects myself. You know, literally 5 needles, not 5 points. 5 needles. And, you know, just really good on the whole nervous system. We have something called the four doors that we basically use for digestion so it kind of goes around the belly button and it helps increase digestion we have something called the four gates which helps with circulation it's really good at reducing stress uh, it's also really good for menstrual cramping and you know depression I'm telling you acupuncture does some amazing things I and mean, it's internal medicine so when people are sick they can get acupuncture and deal with Chinese herbs with some of the other people that have herbs. And the nice thing about herbs is you mix them together and they don't have as giant of a side effect as drugs. And that's because drugs are usually one thing that's been concentrated down so much that it's really, 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 really powerful. But it's also really, 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 really toxic. So it's got side effects, <clears throat> which means you got to take a drug for the side effects which has side effects, and a drug for that drug, which has side effects. At some point, some of y'all wind up being on 16 different kinds of pills a day and beyond. That's pretty ridiculous. I'm telling you, take care of yourself. If you eat right, you move right, you work on your stuff, you can start working on getting off a lot of that stuff. You change your diet, you'd be amazed at how your life just turns around. Find what you're allergic to. Find what's causing you constipation or causing you diarrhea or whatever it is. It's like upsetting the whole digestion because you need to be able to absorb food. If you're stressed out, if you're having seizures, if you're trapped in hypervigilance, you're just not going to be digesting your food, right? You're not going to be absorbing your nutrients and you're not going to be able to sleep and rest. This is where you got to be making sure you're taking care of yourself. You're relaxing. And taking a moment, I mean, if you need to watch TV to recover from the hard part of the day, watch TV, but don't let it be your end-all, be-all, and don't watch it until it gives you a seizure, because that's totally not the point. 
You're not supposed to be distracting yourself into having seizures over and over and over. You're supposed to be working on it so that you can have a better day. You want a better day, don't you? I sure hope you do. Honestly, it sucks when the people just want to wallow in misery and take their crap out on everybody else around them. I mean, it's even worse when it's your family, you know. But seriously, the best thing to do is take care of yourself. Find the answers. Find the things that make you feel good. Find ways to express yourself. Find community. Find the love. I mean, just accept the fact that not everybody is going to be okay with you because they're not okay with themselves. How can they be okay with you if they're not okay with themselves? And it's a big problem is so many people don't work on themselves. They don't know who they are. They don't know what they have to offer. And they don't know what they bring to a relationship. It's like basically one person wants attention, another person wants sex. Sometimes it's the same thing at the same time and other times it's not. So there's So many people that are in relationships not getting what they want, getting abused, getting used as plan B. You know, I have a friend, I was talking with her earlier, and I feel really sorry for her, and my heart goes out for her because she's been in this relationship for a while, and this guy just, you know, he doesn't stick up for her, he doesn't make time for her, you know, he enables his kids to be monsters and tells her tells them you know that she can't you know punish them or reprimand them tell them to behave because she's not their mom so nobody's in charge of these kids and they just terrorize her and then you know all these things nothing ever revolves around her she's got to work her butt off just to like stay away and then work sucks and so she's all frustrated and having a hard time she's not sure what to do How many of you feel that way? Like you don't know what to do. Your home sucks. Your work sucks. And life is just getting to be too much and too lonely. This is one of the problems with a lot of us that are epileptic. And even people that aren't. As we get so isolated. Especially with this whole COVID deal going on. And not being able to go out. And everybody's scared. Thinking that it's something so much huger than it really is. And I'm sorry to tell you guys, COVID is real, but all the numbers are so crazy. I mean, what happened to the flu? What happened to everything else? I mean, oh man, just stay safe, everybody. Do what you need to. If you want to wear a mask, make sure you get an M98 because that's a mask that would actually protect you from COVID as opposed to all the other ones that generally aren't actually there to protect you. They're just there to make you a Muslim, congratulations, you have all been converted into Muslimism, Muslimism. Man, I don't even know if I can say that word. I don't know, so when I was a kid, my best friend and I, uh, his brother worked at a camera shop, so we were like, hey, hey, this guy bought a camera, and so he signed the check, and he had to flip the check over, so he brought the check. My brother's brother, my buddy's brother wrote this guy's name down because it was so long and it was unreal that he had to flip the check over to finish signing his name. And we memorized as much as we could. And it was like literally, Barisubra, Hamani, Kobe, Karim, Abdul, 
And I don't know beyond that. That was like 14 or 15. But that's a pretty long name. Let's start thinking about some of these other cultures and stuff and the way that they do names and the way that you can get named after like old tribe that got killed off or it's pretty amazing the whole process of names and who we are and kind of meanings of what they are uh, i really not sure where to go with this for the moment it's uh probably gonna turn myself in to go to bed if you're listening right now i hope you're Enjoying yourself, if you're driving to work or you're going somewhere, make sure you're you're trying to work on relaxing, taking your time, leave with plenty of time for yourself to get to where you're going. Telling you it's a whole lot easier if you're not in a rush, if you're not trying to fight traffic, if you're not trying to fight yourself in the morning, just trying to get things done. Make sure you plan your morning the night before. Make sure you know what it is that you're doing, if you've got doctor's appointments, If you need to take your medications, if you need to get some more marijuana to smoke, make sure you got your medicine. Make sure you're all right. Make sure you are looking out for yourself. And if you need help, ask for it. We're here to help you. There's plenty of us that want to give you answers. We want to give you solutions. You know, we want to just help you feel better because we are you. We know what it's like to be in epilepsy hell. We know what it's like. When the doctors are calling you crazy, we know what it's like. When you feel crappy and horrible and forgotten, when you're crazy feeling and people won't let you live it down, we know what it's like when your parents and your family and your friends are all against you. And the only one left in the world that seems to know what you need to do is you. So do what you need to get some help let me know what you need and take care of yourself i love you all have yourself a wonderful evening afternoon morning whatever it is today just take care of yourself love you all be well